So. I tell you about my mom's altar that she's got. No, but I want you to do that right after I introduce this, you know, this motherfucking show here. This is our uh, newest installment of Eka Street Shop Talk. As you can hear the buzz in the background, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, we having a good time in here. Introduce yourself, young lady, because, you know, right now the energy is great. You know what I'm saying? The energy has been wild and all over the place today. This is one of those days where a motherfucker caught every red light. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, had little whirlwinds and shit, but still and yet there's sparks of positivity that come around. And, you know, one thing that I do admire overall is a good attitude, overall a good positive outlook and attitude and energy, despite whatever may arise. And also somebody that's willing to go with the flow and allow life to happen and allow themselves to be placed in a proper position. So... You know, I want you to introduce yourself. This is my newest client. While I type in and uh, set up some of this last little bit of shit. I'm about to kill the energy with my lame mask. Nikki Nolani. You heard it. You know what I'm saying? Everything else will come natural after that. Right. I'm spot, I'm gonna, I don't know how to smile in pictures. You know what I mean? Well, we about to ignore all of this other shit because I'm about to put the... I'm putting... Um, the microphone down so you know it's gonna be in our subconscious and then we gonna just enjoy the time kicking it for an hour I feel like now would be a great time to have that let's take a journey into sound you know that song we gotta have some good little I was thinking like yeah like the vibe the intro the fucking thriller the dude that that does that creepy voice you know what I'm saying yeah yeah we're gonna by episode four or five, we are gonna have this set up here. Yeah, this is episode. I feel like the four. phone's got this... a better chair than I do. <laughs> and this started uh, by a fluke. You know, it started by a fluke because I wasn't gonna record. Like I said, my energy today, I'm, even though I'm in a very good mood, I'm interested in what I'm working on. But there's been, you know, a few little settlements. Nothing, no, no situations or no incidents. But just, you know, we get vibes, you know. So it's good to have a good vibe despite the, you know. That's how I was raised. The outward, you know. Like anytime I go through a drive-thru, and they say, hey, what can I get for you? I always say, hey, how's your day going? And they literally sound shocked. What? And I always get like a free taco, like a free little double cheeseburger or something. I'm telling you, man, you never know what kind of day somebody's having. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's where the show Snap comes from. Social workers and shit. Oh, yeah, Snap. You know? Yeah. You're just driving home. Someone just comes in your lane, honks at you, flips you off. Next thing you know, they're on 60 seconds, 60 minutes. Is it 60 seconds or 60 minutes? Hey, it's 60 minutes, but the shit happens in less than 60 seconds. I, the car I lit on fire? <laughs> I just tell you that happens so fast. But so you pulled a left eye in real life? In real, yeah, it it was like the most dramatic thing I've ever done in my life, and I really thought to myself that every boyfriend I had after that was scared to break up with me because they knew that I lit somebody's car on fire. Well, I'm sure you didn't put that in the resume, or else the motherfuckers wouldn't have had that title. Not in the one I get to pick. Sheesh. Arson charges are serious, but you can't really delete those off your personal. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I didn't get caught. I almost got caught though. Yeah. Yeah. It it started off with just. You call me from your pocket and you're banging your ex-girlfriend. It's not looking good for you. 
Oh, in the middle of the session? In the middle of the session. Why the fuck are you, like, dick out the pee hole, for starters? Be a grown-ass man. Take your pants off. So your phone's in your pocket. That's just dirty to me. Well, he probably dropped his pants and it was around his waist. You know what I'm saying? What a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> now that you put things that way. No, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. It's cool, man. I'm over it. But that's ridiculous, though. Um, well, then you think to yourself, some of my friends, like, you know, and as a fucking chick, I don't know what our malfunction is. Like, I don't know how many times I have walked into a room just praying to God I'm about to catch somebody slipping, right? Yeah. Get in there, they're, like, fucking passed out with their Xbox control in their hand. The one time I actually did that, I just stood there and turned around and walked out. I didn't even know what to think when I walked on it. But, so, there's always, like, your friend who's going to hype you up, you know? Yeah, let's go fuck his car up. Right, right. All right. You didn't, have, you didn't even need that. Or I did you have that? I had that because at first I was just like, just so angry. I just was like seeing colors. But you were the creative soul that decided that there would be no car after this. That like it was like more of a process. How that kind of just kept generating in my head. First, it was like all I saw was like my eyes went black. Like you know, like when somebody gets possessed in a movie, it just went yeah. black. And then I just saw red, and I was like, all I saw was like just damage of some sort so my friend was like probably a 45 minute drive there and we grabbed a bat see that's the worst part it's the fucking drive yeah and then when the we get there enough time to think about the here's the kicker 45 minutes we are listening to just straight death metal in there i'm ready to go i have a oh, real okay. bat so you on another level i was on another level man i thought this was the one i was fucking 18 years old <laughs> oh you was uh was he like hella older or something he or was something? Yeah, he was I doing, mean, he like, was on that line physically, yeah. Mentally, is no. No, but. no, I'm saying age. Yeah, he yeah. was, I think he was like 19 when I first met him. I was like oh, okay. 15. Were, or, oh, or, oh, 15? Oh, yeah, okay. he was kind of like, that was like weird. Oh, you both were young as fuck. That was ridiculous. Yeah, but, so we're driving over there, and this car ride is just silent, but so with... So this was a 15-year-old incident, right? Here? No, this was three years later when I was 18, and I, and I, I grew my first pair of nuts, and I decided... Okay. I don't have to set myself on fire to keep everybody warm. You know what I mean? I'm not taking it this time. Every time something happened in our relationship that he did, it was always, why did he break up with me? What did I do for that? You know what I mean? And then finally I was just like, uh, I ain't nobody's first choice, but I'm nobody's second choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you want the girl next door, go next door. That's crazy, man. But so we drove over there and then we got the car. My friend's all like a fucking mob of just one person she's like are you gonna fucking do it as soon as i swung the back she goes dude i didn't know you were serious i'm like 45 minute drive you didn't think once to ask if we were really doing it like i was just gonna have a conversation after yeah like if i fall on the ground i own it i will dance and move back up like and i meant to do that you know so like so i took the bat to the windows and it just it, it didn't feel like what i felt when he called me it wasn't was enough home. wasn't enough this thing was, first of all, I and have... he didn't know, obviously, at this point, he didn't know that he had called you. No, yeah, no. I almost called him first. My friend was like, how are you going to make that work? If we're going to go fuck his car, we're going to call him. He's going to go, like... He almost gave it away. I almost gave it away, right? Clearly, my friend is a true psycho bitch, right? Like, wait! <laughs> She's going to make sure you execute the job to the to the degree and caliber. Yeah, she's going to do... necessity. And so there's something called ICS, Incident Command system like for what firefighters there's someone who does plans there's someone who does finances someone who's ops you know someone who's logistics mm-hmm. she's definitely plans i'm more of like an ops and logistics 
Mm. Don't worry about finances. We'll figure that out later. That's kind of how I roll. <laughs> yeah, so you guys have been here before. So, yeah, we got this. So, I'm like, I have to now say that this is a 5 Series BMW. Just totally upgraded everywhere. It was just like little white boy with a wannabe drug dealer kind of looking car, you know? Mm-hmm. It was really pretty. And it had like a sunroof <laughs> and a moonroof, you know? It had everything. I got all the windows. It just didn't feel good. So you was watching fucking Friday after, uh, next Friday too, then mentioned it and got into that baby D mode where she fucking knocked down Dede's uh, BMW. So you hit the windows, but you took it a step further. I took it, I took it about, I'm like, we're going like maybe four or five steps further. Like we're about to take a whole staircase. You know, just Next step was, it was by like a, what is it called? Kelly Moore, like, you know, the paint store. Right. So I'm like, fuck this shit. We should just paint the shit red. So the windows are open now. We have like a nice beige interior in there. So we fucking just dropped hella paint in there. Then we keep. Oh, really? So yeah, we didn't. We, we went above and beyond the car. Dude, I know how to work with tools. I fucking took his wheels off and left that shit on cinder pots. But it was like, it still wasn't coming. You should have seen this car. It had just, you should have seen his fucking neighbors outside. Everyone was just like this. Everyone likes a good show though. Uh, obviously, I mean, somebody sat and, I mean, obviously this took about 20, 30 minutes of time to fucking Just, do all of these different things. I mean, you, you, you oh, probably... A piece, would, a piece. Yeah, this yeah. was like a three-hour thing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, dude. Uh, I'm pretty small. I mean, I used to play baseball, so I mean, I can I can hit so, a ball, but it I takes mean, a lot more to smash a window with a baseball bat than you would think. This and, car was on the street. Yes. So, it was like in like a... On the street, but it's near a very busy street too. But it's like a little carport thing. <laughs> you should have seen his neighbors out there. He's like, man, what do you do? What do you do? I'm like, you don't want to know. So, you know, you know how long it takes to key like a whole car, like good. You ever seen some dumb bitch do it? Like you've keyed, you know. So yeah. when you say good, I mean any key marks is good enough. True. <laughs> so, True. Were you talking good? But I've also had a lot of hoopties too. So I mean, there's sometimes. <laughs> You just don't notice them anymore. There's so many. But so got all that done, got that on cinder blocks. And then I was just like, it's just not, it's not, it's not doing it for me. And there's a 76 right over there. And I was like, dude, we're going to light this shit on fire. It has to be. You know? That's so crazy. Yeah. So I went over there, got myself a little two gallon red thing. <laughs> just take two gallons of gas. He's like, where's your car? I was like, don't worry about that, sir. So I went, we covered it. Well, I say we. Like the royal we, but I covered it, and then everyone was waiting for like this big dramatic like throw a cigarette at him. Like, do you guys know anything about starting fires? Like, gasoline will put the cigarette <laughs> out in two seconds. Like, you need a fucking spark. So if you're gonna use a cigarette, you gotta flick it hard enough to a little spark come out, so it'll catch on fire. I feel like the reflection in my eyes and the the smile <laughs> on my face, like. Because it got dark by that time, you know. We, like I said, it was a couple hour thing. Like we started yeah. at like two in the afternoon by about six here. It's about dusk time or dawn or whatever. Dusk. I mean, goddamn. I mean, obviously he was not on the premises. Obviously. No, he was in Illinois, Chicago, fucking his girlfriend with this pee hole pant thing. Remember? Who the fuck does that? Oh, he was so fucking pissed when he got back. You know, what was the worst part. The only thing I feel bad was, it was like a, it was like a lease kind of thing. It was one of those where it's like. <laughs> not rent to own kind of thing so it was like he had to pay up for all that shit back you know well obviously he had to pay huh yeah 
Yeah, but <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so okay, he knew it was me. But the next thing was, it was like, good. What? How are you gonna prove that? Because I went and broke into his house after that, and I opened the safe that I knew the code for, and I took all of his drugs out of there. And I was like, well, I could just let the officers know after you file your police report where I got these from. So that's how I didn't get the arson charge. I heard that. Yeah. It gets live like that. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers got to, you know, really... Don't ever crazy know, with me, like, because I'm... I mean, you can't crazy with crazy unless you're crazy. You, you can only document that's it. Actually, you can't fix it. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's, you know this is a, a, a slight documentation of an incident that have snapped. You know, it could have been, you know... It's always a love triangle. A, a, a different in incident here or there. Had somebody just asked me how my motherfucking day was before that? Like I do when I go to the Burger King and talk about? You never know what kind of effect you're going to have you, on yeah, someone. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have took it that far, probably. Like I went to Starbucks yesterday and someone put the pump sugar. I was like, hey, I'm so sorry to be that guy. First thing in the morning here, but <laughs> I can't have that sugar. You get I'm so sorry. I was like, I feel like that's something you don't have to really apologize. Yeah, like, that shit first. Especially if you know what the meaning of sorry is. Sorry is like the plan to never ever do it again, and that's like a promise you might not be able to make. Like mistakes will happen, but you know people start apologizing for shit like that. But I don't know. No, that, yeah, that, that sounds like a lesson. So I mean, you know, obviously, you know, have you graduated to any other uh, modes of attack? The motherfuckers that probably have lied to you out here. Um, I'm like a lover, not a fighter, don't <laughs> test me kind of person, though. So you, you've zoomed out since... Well. I have, like, the la I actually got the last fight... So, the dude's name that we are covering up here today... I, and that chick over here, we gotta cover that up, too, my best friend. My best you have a before picture of that? Of that, wow, well, yeah. this one? Yeah. Definitely Hopefully he's tuning in right now, sir. Right, 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 <laughs> indeed. Hopefully he's yeah. He's on his way out. He's... And he checked out long ago. Here it is. I've been waiting <laughs> for it. You know where that's going to be real fucking tasty feeling is on that fucking bone right there. Little wrist bone thing. Yeah. Right. You know, it'll be a couple areas right here that I assume that it gets your attention. So. Oh my God. Those uh, hummingbirds I got. The first thing in my entire fucking 32 years to make me shut the fuck up. I was, like, about to throw up. I couldn't, I couldn't even, I could just hear the pain. I could, like, feel the sound, hear the pain. Those are your worst right there. That was, like, like a bigger amount. Those teardrops in my fingers are the worst tattoos I've ever gotten. They are so bad for, like, seven seconds. Well, sometimes it's them small ones, man. It's so sweet. Like, this little shit I got on my hand, the G. That, uh, that was, that was... The quickest, smallest piece I got, but that's like one of the top painful pieces I got. You know, I got a few tats, but this shit was definitely up there. You know, in comparison to like my back, which is hella big and, you know, it was dramatic. I still damn near would rather go through that more than to go through that little corner on the inside of my head. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, Dude, my sister tells me that the elbow is a fucking nice little intense place too. Yeah. I saw this one, like, what was that show? It was, like, tattoo cover-up or, like, nighttime tattoo mistakes or whatever. But this chick got something right here. It's all these branches. And I just never thought to myself in my life, that was, like, the most painful fucking tattoo for, like, numerous reasons. One of them that stands out to me was, like, how hot it would be and how hard it would be to breathe with all that. Like, just 
constant fucking burning on your Right, right. So it's like on the high part of the chest. Yeah. I mean, like, when you get burned, actually, because I was, like, a paramedic for a while, like, the worst ones are on your chest, like, because you can't breathe with all that going on in your chest. Like, it's fucking crazy. Let's get back to my, my psychoness, though. Let's get back to that graduating to craziness. Yeah, enough of this tattooing and shit, you know. I think let's get to the interesting aspect of, you know. Oh, I mean, so the, the fact that you, you know, you, you know, you, you, you pulled a real eye, left eye, on the scene, you know, that's... Oh, my friend was dragging me out of there, like, once I finally got that feeling of what... But the fact that she was able to sit there, and, you know, like I said, all, if you, if indeed all of that shit happened, and, you know, in the time, you know, that was some real fucking time on it, the neighbors ain't about shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like we. Like, I mean, I've never, I've never had a girl do anything in my car before, so you know what I'm saying. Like, um, and I have an appreciation for cars too. Yeah. So that had to be some ultimate shit. But you know, that you probably developed your appreciation after that. No, my my uncles used to work on cars my whole life. I dream. I used to want to be a. I wanted to open up a fucking shop that had nothing but. Big titty, beautiful mechanic in there, all mm -hmm. pinups, and I just wanted to customize hot rods for a living. Mm -hmm. like, like to get dirty and drive nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know how to work on my cars like that, but everything I've had to do to a car, I've made sure I learned how to do. Yeah. Or yeah. like, yeah. you know, like I'm sure everyone can say, yeah, change my own oil. Like you know, that's mm -hmm. why they let that happen at Jiffy Lube and AutoZone as well. It's like no competency test for that, but I can't flush my own solenoids out my transmission. I see, that's why. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of guys that don't know how to do shit like that. Oh, dude, I used to have to hold my, I have like an Acura Legend, and the hood never stayed open, so I used a skateboard. My friend's car died. This guy's all, hey, y'all, these ladies need some help. As soon as the little connector touched the battery, it sparked this full scream. I thought he needed a little hole punch in his vagina stamp card there. I'm like, you good? Are you going to help us? <laughs> like, well, good then. We're all set. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. No, that's always lit right there. You know what I mean? Showing some shit that I didn't expect. Well, no, because one time I've seen my mom. My dad was passed out in the front seat with a joint in his mouth. And my mom was in there checking the oil and she looked at me and she said, Nikki, don't ever rely on a man or anyone to take care of you. You're the only one who's connected to your own spine at the end of the day. That's true. She can't follow her own advice though because my mom will set herself on fire to keep all of us warm. That's like a thing. But you need know, them. That, that, that idealism makes it to where when you find somebody that you can trust to do that for you, it's you made the right choice. That's how you have your discernment in order, your discernment to it. So it's not saying, oh, I won't ever rely on somebody, but it's being that you, are, you have the ability to be self-sufficient in certain areas. Oh, it took me a that long time to good. learn that. Yeah. Like, I love when people call me, like, a dumb bitch. I'm like, oh, you want to hurt my feelings? I've been calling myself a dumb bitch my whole life. I come <laughs> up with better shit. You know, but... You just... The only thing that makes life unfair in my eyes is the delusion that it should have been fair in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. My yeah. dad always says, it's not a popular job, but someone's got to do it, you know? Indeed. Indeed. And... We have this term in my family that's like, do you need a gold star for your chart today? Like, when you do something you're expected to do or that, you know? Right. I hate that I have integrity. I mean, like, 
to, I'll break the law when I have to, but I try and do the right thing when no one's looking as well. But I wasn't always like that. I was a little asshole when I was younger, you know? People always tell me, they're like, yeah, Nikki, you're such a giving person, you're such a loving person, and you're, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I got a lot of shit to give back, though, from everything I've taken. Right. I'm like... <clears throat> but, I mean, you know, that's a, that's a good, you know, thing to see that the shit that needs to be redeemed and you actually taking action. But at that's, the same time, the, you know, people ask me how I deal with, like, my health and shit like that. So, aren't you happy it's not cancer? Yeah, I am happy it's not cancer. <laughs> I don't have to be happy that it's not. From, from you can die from shit. fucking, I could die literally from tripping and hitting this little table oh, on a funny yeah, corner yeah. just, like, the wrong way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But I have a pity party every Sunday for myself. I ugly cry in the mirror. I tell myself, fuck yeah, you got some shit that's hard to go through. You should feel sorry for yourself, yada, yada, yada. Then I eat a Twix. My, is my go-to sweet thing. Mm-hmm. One Twix every Sunday with my little pity party in the bathroom for like half hour. And the other fucking six and a almost full week, I've got that shit together. I'm always like this close to snapping though. It's scheduled, so you know, you just gotta, you know, hurry up and get there for your boost banner. Mm-hmm. Change and switch up. Like, clock strikes. You know when someone, you like think you're like just fucking handling your own shit, your own mental health just fine all week until someone finally is like, you sure you're okay? Everything cool? And nothing starts to snap. <laughs> I don't ever let it get to that. I just snap before everyone sees me Sunday night and I'm all good all week. You good? You I'm great. You got it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a new spot for me. I'm so excited. But there's levels to the craziness, you know? I think the first, like, crazy shit I ever did was, I'm also very competitive. Like, I can't play board games. Like, as soon as someone's, I, I feel like everyone's cheating and no one's being fair. <laughs> That's not the rules of baseball. I played basketball, baseball, volleyball. I played rugby. Um, but in baseball, I accidentally hit somebody's teeth out with a bat. It seems like it's a recurring thing with a baseball bat, but it's not. Okay. No. I mean, obviously, that don't sound like it's from the back flying out of your hand. So what the fuck happened? It actually was. But what happened was, is my mom whooped my ass for this three separate times just that day. But I, um, we were, (laughs) (laughs) one, when I did the first initial thing, which wasn't even the fact that I hit somebody's teeth out of the fact that I ran my home run when everyone ran to the sixth aid. I went around. My mom asked me why I did it, and I didn't feel the need to pick up on the rhetorical question there. And I'm like, well, I don't know if you know the rules of baseball, Mom, but when you knock the ball out the park, you are then meant to run and hit everything. <laughs> so you get to home, whether or not somebody's bleeding, you know, this is your fucking nom. Yeah, well, she should have had her fucking, up. her protective face gear on. Tell the fucking bat flew out and hit this I meant to hit the pitcher. She's fucking with me. You know when you just want to just... Okay, so you actually threw the bat. You threw the bat. The bat didn't just fly out. So my goal was, this bitch was talking hella shit. I just want to hit the ball so hard, hit her in the face. The pitcher, you know, I want to get her with it. Yeah, but then yeah. I end up knocking the ball out the park. That was like just the amount of juice somebody needs. So I threw the bat behind me so hard that I threw it in the catcher's face. And it knocked me. Oh, she's attractive. Totally innocent bystander. And I felt bad, but at the same time, like I said, I'm like, like, people who really like their kids in sports, my parents never cared. I'd have been their perfect kid. 
to it, man. I got disqualified a lot. <laughs> My favorite was basketball, though. But, you know, so everybody ran to her. I ran around. My mom said, why the fuck you run? So I told her she fucking slapped me in the face. <laughs> then I kept talking shit. You know, why would you do that? Then she, like, punched me twice on the way to deliver the check to fix this chick's mouth. <laughs> I, had, so I had, like, two fucking jokes. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, I said something like, that's well, because then she started getting crazy. Like, I'm sorry, it was an accident. And then I, I had said, you know, call me when the two front teeth are scared of each other. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking that's hilarious. Up. And then I had one. I was like, look like Moses part of your front teeth. I don't know. I just, my mom whooped my ass for that one, though. That's comedy. That is clown shoes? That is not. That is hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We in that zone right now. There's always get it out the way. There's always like a part of the tattoo that makes me want another one. We're not there yet, though. This is so hot. How many needles on that? Oh, uh, this is eleven. Eleven. Yeah. I too like to live dangerously. <laughs> well, people ask the amount, but I, I don't know if the amount really equates to the pain like that as much because. You know, it just depends on, you know, the kind of heaviness that I'm checking for right now. And right now, anything in this area is going to be cool. Trust and believe. But sometimes these smaller needle groups will get you, you know, more than some of the bigger, larger needle groups that should be solid. I've always found shading is always my least favorite. <laughs> you know which one was incredibly, like, this one right where that is? That one was like, I don't know if it's just such a muscly area that you use so much. It was like I almost couldn't even feel it. You know? I'm a firm believer when people say tattoos hurt. Fuck yeah, they weren't licked on by fucking unicorns. Like, Indeed. Some hurt more than others. I mean, I can't say all of them hurt, but you know, for the most part, most of them do. But. You know, it's, I think a lot of it depends on, like, your state of mind, like, where you are mentally yep. and shit like that. Also, when, like, yeah, your pain endorphins start kicking in, too. Yeah. That's like when people are under the assumption that more things are pain reliever. Fuck, not that you take your pain away. It makes you not give a shit about your pain. So, people's mind can heal a lot, you know? Oh, yeah. It's everything. You talking everything. The connection to all of yeah. I just say reality is for people who can't handle drugs, man. <laughs> I got a fucking pin that says that. <laughs> it cracks me up. Was it like a random? I just like bought a bunch of them on eBay, and that one was in there. That one and one that said "drugs saved my life." That was hilarious. And then, God, I had another one that was. Reality is for those who can't handle drugs. Yep. That's the one. Right that there. is the one, though, right? It's like on that backpack. If anyone ever jacks that for me, I'm, I'm going to find you first. I feel like <laughs> 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 I don't take it over how much I like it in here. I'm very big on this. I'm like about to bring you this ottoman I have. You got something cool? An ottoman? I got a cool ass. I told you, I got a pink stove, dude. I got ottomans, like... Yeah. It's very, like, uh, it, I got it at Ross. 
Actually, you know where my favorite store in the world is, Home Goods. Yeah, that's a, that's a spot. I used to work at an Anna's Women's. <laughs> the lady I took her, she was, don't you think you're a little rough around the edges? Yeah, man, I'm about to get homemade tattooed on my knuckles right now. That's how she got us to this funny. You know what's even funnier is my, the guy whose name we're covering up, he was just this nice white boy from San Mateo. He was a convicted felon, though, right? Clean cut looking motherfucker, and I used to always say, Me, one of we're like Martha and Snoop Dogg, one of us is a convicted felon, and one of us isn't. You know what I'm saying? And if you yeah, want to guess who yeah. Snoop Dogg is in that, and Martha Stewart, yeah, you wouldn't be able to know. Yeah. So, yeah, so now hold up, now this, this, yeah, so obviously, let me check the timeline. Nope, okay, this ain't the motherfucker that had it. Nope, right before him. Pocket. So he already came in the game at a disadvantage fucking two. This guy? Yeah. I gotta give him the fact that he, it wasn't that I, when we ultimately split, it wasn't him that I broke up with. I broke up with him a whole nother person, you know? Mm. This, to this day, I, I don't ever, I told you earlier, I don't regret anything. I just don't repeat things. You know, indeed, indeed. I mean, I've done some pretty shitty stuff that, like, most people be like, "You really don't regret that?" Like, no, because now I have a knowledge I'll never forget, and I'll never repeat the same mistake again. You know, absolutely. It's like, I used to be so pissed about the fact that my dog got run over by a car. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm butthurt about it, but I've already come to terms. That's my fault. I put my dog in a situation like that, and I was trying to be in ten places at once, and because of. Every decision I made to get to that point that day, that's why my dog got hit. Why wasn't my dog on the leash? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But everyone's saying that's a really hard way to learn it. Yeah, but do you think my fucking dog, Uzi, is ever going to get in that situation? It could happen, right? Anything happens. No, but still, you got a, a certain level of discernment that you didn't have prior going through the experience that you had to learn from. So no, no doubt, I get that. You know Absolutely. how patient I had to be to wait till the 29th for this? I'm like a whole fucking month to wait for a tattoo to be thought out properly <laughs> for the first time ever at an appointment. I've never even had a tattoo appointment before. It's like, I got a knowledge now. Indeed, you know. But you. It's going to yield a totally different experience. That's shop talk for you right there. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm like trying yeah. to smell the color nine, dude. You are? I'm like trying to smell the color nine. It's like so in. many layers <laughs> to it. Yeah, real shit. Real shit. You know, I, I'm in a real zen mode right now. You know what I'm saying? I fucking... I like, I like when, the, you know, when the piece is able to flow together and people allow me to do what the fuck I need to do the way it needs to be done. Well... I mean, that's the only way I work, but I'm just... That should be, that should be like a standard, who, though. It's like... I, yeah. It's like people who say they can do stuff, to, like I said, your hair. Oh, yeah, we can get you blonde in two seconds, and then you ain't got no hair after that. It's like, I feel like you started from the get-go, like, I could do that, but that's not going to make sense, or that's not going to go with that right, or, you know what I mean? It's like, you got to be honest about what you can do, too. Like, I had one person tell me, the only other tattoo artist I thought was good, he's like, that's not my style, so I wouldn't want to put that on you and it not be what you're looking for here. Like, I can't do that, you know what I'm saying? That's respectable. That's that's hard to do. Yeah, that's honorable. But yeah, nah, I mean, in order to, or a lot of times guys just say, oh, you can't get this because they might be limited in those areas. But I always think it's good to just kind of peer into what people like and then from there build uh, 
like build what flows, man, because sometimes what people are saying they want and you know what they actually really want might be two different things. So it's like, you know, tap in and really create something. I like to go off the flow of the energy, you know, of you know how people are, that's what develops their tattoos. You know what I noticed with you is most people I think and I would have done too is when they go get tattoos from people, they always tend to go for people who are covered in tattoos. And it's like, don't go by that because they didn't do most of those. Like most tattoo artists, the ones they do are on their thighs, right? Yeah. My friend got an upside down purple candle. Well, they're collecting while they're learning too. Or, or, you know, it's a lot of different factors that go into that. But yeah, that's not always the biggest tattoo. Yeah, but it's like if you look at your Instagram, the art on there, versus you don't have that many tattoos on your arms and stuff. So someone might, wow. Whew. Someone might be like, well, is he good at tattooing or not? It's like, what does that have to do with the ones on his arms? You know? Yeah. That's like, I used to wear a wig to work because people never believed me. I'm the manager with green hair. Yeah, when you called me a Christian. Just to fuck with people. Fuck yeah, dude. I love wigs. Like, for I'm the only one at a wig store. So it's like, is that highlight? I'm some hazelnut chocolate bar. That's nice. Judgmental people, though. But I mean, you know, I, I don't mind operating with those people, you know what I mean? Because. You know, they get shitted on by their own creations. They create things in their mind, you know what I'm saying? And they end up limiting their own experiences, you know? So I like to be the one that show them that they were wrong. Just gracefully, oh, but still show them. A little bit. Um, I'm mostly gracefully, but there's a little part of me that's sitting there like, fucking told you so. I'm not going to be the person saying I told you so, but here I am holding up a neon fucking sign. Like, one time my mom wanted to put these crystal wine glasses in a dishwasher. I was like, mom, those are going to fucking break. My mom is never wrong. Two rules in her house. Rule one, she's never wrong. Rule two, if she's wrong, refer to fucking rule one. She's never wrong, right? <laughs> Yeah. Man, when these fucking things shattered, she was in tears. I was like, who the fuck was wrong? Yeah. <laughs> My dad was like, come on, calm down. She's like really upset about it. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. That's what she said. Seriously. But. I mean, exactly. Shit, just like that. So, you know, I like, you know, so I like putting a reflection of people's shit up. You know what I'm saying? Showing them, you know what I mean? How they look to themselves. You know? And they do stuff like that. So, but a lot of times, like I said, I just held up the mirror. But the, the, the natural react, uh, what you experience is what you created right there. All right. Are you ready for this? I'm about to read you something I wrote. I'm a writer. I mean, we're all writers and drawers and sketchers. And... So not all of us. That's what's up. Dude, I wish I could be in this art thing. I'm creative, but I, I don't have the eye for art. But I'll tell you, there's something beautiful that happens from my brain to my hand when I'm writing. That you should see what happens when I go to a fucking job interview. Someone sees my resume and then I show up looking like this. Fucking surprise! <laughs> <laughs> it was like, somebody write that for you? I had somebody tell me I was fun to look at at a job interview. I'm like, that was fun. Yeah. But then I don't really get the job a lot. Because they're like, you know, judgmental people are like, me and one other person, we have the same credentials, but I got fucking Harley Quinn hair over here and two different color eyebrows and shit. Yeah. And they got a fucking turtleneck on so tight. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're going with that guy every single time. Well, a lot of times, you know, they want easily controllable, you know, they, they, 
That's just something I am doing. Yeah, they want that. You know, they want something that they can just put in pocket real easy. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of times, you know, that level of deception, you know, sometimes it's good to use our other war on them. You know what I mean? Because, they, you know, they might really value your actually true your true heart and quality and shit later but sometimes in order to get through the door you gotta fix because there's some doorways that's bigger something and if you don't care then fuck it because i mean there's so many doors that ain't worth touching there's, there's a level of like whole like having pride not giving a fuck attitude but then there's a level of like the real world yeah like that's at why a so certain point you gotta bend over and take it once in a while you know what i'm saying that's why it's so good to be, I mean, to, to, to try to find something that you love and monetize it, though, because that way you can keep your frequency high. You don't have to feel like, you know what I mean, you lowering your frequency in order to do something that you have to do. You know, you don't, like, there's doors all over the place, but you know what I'm saying, you can, you know, you can create your own portals and shit, too, you know, if you're talking on those levels, but otherwise, you got to fit through to some of them doors if they more constricted, you know. Um, on the other side of the door though it might be an open room, a big open room, or it might be some sometimes. Some if it's black if it's like pitch black in there, if you take a step, one of two things will happen. You'll either fall or you'll fucking right. <laughs> or that what's the other saying? When one door closes the other opens or nail that bitch shut. <laughs> exactly. Burn the house to the ground. There's just like you know, and knowledge is key and it's free. So just take a little bit from everywhere, from here, from there. and Absolutely. Sure. You know, that's why I hate, like, dude, my ex-boyfriend's mom, she was like, let me just tell you. First of all, I don't know if Jesus died on that cross for your sins. Because the biggest sinners are them, them churchgoers over there. They always feel like they need a good reference. But she would not let anything other than just what she knew. And I'm like... First of all, you just take what you want and leave the rest for the other people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's some stuff I believe in the Bible that I go by. It. And there's some other shit in there that I'm like, who the fuck wrote this? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a scary-ass book. Yeah, so, you know, man, that's the thing where it's like, you know, through the experience, you just, you know, you, you take the fruit of the seed, so to speak. You know, and that way, you know, Motherfuckers can enrich their own perception because everybody have a different perception, you know. Absolutely. And that's a lot of times that's everything, you know what I'm saying? It's when you're dealing with people who have gateway positions, or you know, just yeah, a, a lot of different things. I'm like a, a gray area fence that I call it. Like they put a little protective coating around an oxycontin now, right? So people can't shoot up those coats. I understand why they did that. That is a great, that's a great idea to have for the, the amount of people ODing on these Oxycontins that they're shooting up. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. For someone who likes the occasional Oxycontin, why would they do that? <laughs> now I have to swallow it and wait fucking 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? So like, I always see the good and bad of everything. But, and it's kind of annoying to have so many like, to see so many different sides of everything. Sometimes it is cool to be black and white because, like, dude, if you have, like, a fucking parallelogram shape, like, what the fuck is the point? Like, it's just, you know what I mean? Sometimes just a yes or no is good, but I gotta fucking see every, like, first of all, what universe are we in? Is this Marvel? What is this? Right, <laughs> is this right. DC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I get to have my own island? Is it an island or is it, like, an archipelago of islands? I have to know. 
Is there already water? You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to read you something I wrote about the way I live my life that my dad tried to get, uh, what do you call it, published without my permission, number one. I'm like, don't. Is that right? Yeah. I want to be a journalist, but the kind I want to be doesn't exist. So I got to find the real job for when I grow up. Hmm. But I wrote, or I type. I don't write very often. <laughs> I love when I'm typing in my little notes app, and I'm like, as I write, I mean type here on right, my right, little right. privileged-ass iPhone I have. Right, but. You know? But I, I changed it to so called hieroglyphics. And I got so stoned, I put everything in a fucking folder, and then I can never find them. You ever do that? Yeah. Well, I have. Happens. <laughs> All right. I got this right here. So... Where is that? Oh my god, I have something I made in 2012 that says tattoos. You want to see what I wanted when I'm in 2012? What? Uh, yeah, let's see. A pinup mermaid. <laughs> you set aside tattoos. I did. In 2012, I did. Two more roses. Look at that. I wanted roses next to the one that I fucked up down there. Yeah, my any of those tattoos you have now? Um... I have a couple, like, things of different, like, I have roses. I also have a sparrow, but it's not two of them. You need a situation. Oh, I do want an anatomically correct heart on my right hip bone. But I want, like, an anchor. Why they? Like, in all places. I don't know, because I used to be fat, and I thought it was, like, a cool thing if I ever got skinny. I don't know why I put it there. <laughs> anatomical heart right there, huh? <laughs> this doesn't make, see, that's why you're good at your job. Why would you put that there? No, well, I don't know. Not, I was wondering why I put some of these everywhere. That's that's generally what I would ask, but uh, more so, I'm gonna make that shit look. You know, I I can't really peer into what people want too much. I well, I heard you with the guy with the things, y'all. Have you sized these down to a quarter yet? Yeah, oh yeah, dude. He bought it like a life size airplane. I'd like to be the size of a not life size airplane right. on my thumb. Right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, okay. All right. So this will just be real quick, actually. Yeah, people. Yeah, my, my, my main goal is just to give people like a projection of what to expect because it is kind of hard to visualize the shit that they say they want in tattoo form. You know, it takes, you know, it takes a certain mind to... Oh, I came to the conclusion that if I got every quote I ever wanted, I might as well just be a book. Like, you could just write, like, how are you going to put that many quotes on you? You know? I do want like a couple of stuff. I guess I mm -hmm. wanted this one. I belong to no religion. Love is my religion. Every heart is my sense. And I wanted a doctor. That is my religion. That's a good mm -hmm. But I actually want to get the one good thing about music when it hits you feel no pain. Music is my life. Fuck yeah, man. Good old Bob. The first song I learned how to play on the guitar was Redemption Song. Yeah, that's a good classic, but still fairly you know, easy. It's like the non-lame like lame kumbaya. I just can't fight. Like... Are you gonna be the kumbaya guy? You gonna be the guy who plays redemption song? Come on now. Because if you don't know the like fucking words to that, then you ain't no friend of mine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, here we. There, there's poetry. So I put. I write a lot more. God, that's hot. Alright, it says, 
So many times I wish I could have lived my life without making any wrong turns. In reality, a path like that does not exist. We fall, we get lost, and we make mistakes. So we must move on, we need to get up, and we need to live. The happiest people don't have the best of everything. They just make the best of everything. Take it from me. Have you seen me? Then you know that the way I choose to live my life may not be for everyone, but I work hard trying to make the best of everything that is thrown into my little universe. They say that to live is one of the rarest things in this world, and that most people just exist in this precious gift of life, and that is all. Life is too precious not to leave an impression. Life is all about finding people who are your kind of crazy and rolling with it. I've chosen to embrace who I am because I wasted too much time caring what other people thought of me. It took me a long time to find myself and to get to be where I am today mentally. And now, no matter what's going on, I tell myself that my life is all glitters and fucking rainbows. Everything I like is either illegal, immoral, fattening, addictive, expensive, or impossible, and I have no shame in admitting it. I believe that admitting mistake is greater than faking perfection. The great Coco Chanel once said, in order to be irreplaceable, one must be different. So just be you and the rest will work itself out eventually. Mm. The greatest challenge in life is discovering who you are, yet the second greatest challenge is being happy and content with what you find. Confidence has nothing to do with what you look like. If you obsess over that shit, you'll end up being disappointed in yourself your whole life. And that's a waste. Instead, my high self-esteem comes from how I feel and how I react in any given moment. So walk into room acting like you're in charge. If people smile at you, great. And if they glare at you from your toes all the way up to your pink hair, then even better. The wicked envy and hate. It is their way of admiration. In fact, one could venture to say that they hate themselves because you are merely a reflection of what they wish to be. So roll with it. And that's really all there is to loving myself and the life I live. My advice for what it's worth is to buy the shoes, obviously. <laughs> Rock the crazy hair and the outrageous lipstick. Shove a whole bunch of glitter in your fucking eyeballs and let your freak flag fly. You'll be happy, I promise. So here it is, people. This is me, and I don't care what anyone thinks of me. Unless you think I'm awesome. <laughs> in which case, you're fucking correct. I am awesome. Nice. <laughs> I fuck with that. That's a nice-ass composition, actually. Like, seriously, it's impressive. Thank you, thank you. Oh, I was about to have that on a fucking Hallmark card next week. I'm like, Dad, first of all, that's like the whole thing. You buy the lotto ticket for someone, you get half the winning. Don't be out there. Like, make sure, make sure I've got spell check going on. I'm the worst speller on the planet. But I have a degree in, you know, bullshitting and manipulation. So I'm like really good at English. I was going to be a, a writer for a while. You know, everybody can sell ice to an Eskimo, but can you sell the trauma to a rabbi? Because I literally can. Like, I can. <laughs> what else do I got in here? I like that. Yeah? I like that shit. Yeah, you should uh, definitely do something with that composition. Interesting. Do something with that. Yeah? I like <laughs> that one. Was That one was a good one that, that I wrote. Sometimes I write some shit, though, and I'm like, that's not for everybody. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course, you know, you, it's, it's coming from you, so, you know, it's, it's personal, but you're projecting it and putting it out there, you feel me, is going to give it an opportunity to help. Somebody, you know, somebody that might need help with dealing with some of the same shit that you needed to get through. Oh, my uncle is diabetic, and he just... They just start chopping his limbs off left and right, man. Everyone's like, you have to do it. This is what's best for you. And it's like, okay, first of all, I'm going to just shut the fuck up for a second. Because if anyone gets in here and say they're just, like, you just do that, you don't have anybody coming at you about to cut your fucking leg off. You don't know what kind of fear he's having. He's going to do it. Like, y'all don't know what mm -hmm. kind of little battles he's overcoming inside, right? 
and I'm diabetic too, and there's, my thing is like, there's no perfect diabetic, like, I brought him a fucking cookie right after they cut his leg off, like, you gotta have a cookie once in a while, you know what I mean, but I ended up, I was gonna like, try and, he's got, this guy has the best sense of humor and outlook on life for someone who is literally, you just wouldn't, you just, like, in the surgery room before they, like, you got a sandwich, you hungry, you need a sandwich, let him have my sandwich, you know what I mean, he'll give you the shirt off his back, he'd never even ask why, he's just, I can't, this guy is the coolest fucking person I know, actually, my Uncle Tommy, like, they used to call him, his gangster name was, they called him T-10, and then when he lost his toes, he started calling himself Five-Toe Tommy, mm. you know what I mean, like, the day after, like, that's, that's good, but I had wrote him something, and he called me back and didn't even say any words. I'm like, you good? He was like, I'm, I just, I'm going to send that in. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm trying to send my shit in. It's only for you. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's the way you word stuff. That's, I, I love words, you know, but if you, you know, if you can like, whatever your message is, whether it's. Like, I was talking about my ex-boyfriend's mom. She's so stubborn on her shit. That's great. Your message doesn't have to change. It's the way you're presenting it. You know what I mean? It's how you're, you know, you don't have to be so hateful about it or so one-sided. It's like, mm-hmm. you still get your message across if you word things differently. You know what I mean? Indeed. Like, if no, you owed true. me, if I owed you 20 bucks, I could leave here right now with 80 more dollars of yours somehow. And you'd be all with set, right, like, yeah, yeah with, with the, the right, right words. Etiquette and conversation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not really the the message I was trying to give out just now. Like, no, be good, but I could also that's, rob that's you. What it is. But it, it's all in how you work stuff, you know? Yeah. And I also love using, like, um, like comedy for coping. Oh, like, yeah, because, you know, uh, tears is the other side of crying. Uh, laughing, excuse me, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, some of the same, even sounds when a person's laughing, some of the energy that comes out is parallel to crying. Have you ever taken a picture of someone laughing before? You'd never see a more beautiful picture of anyone. Even if they have five double chins, the filter wasn't on right, like, I have a Polaroid camera that I have, every picture I've ever taken, I keep. There's no fucking delete. They're a dollar a picture, number one, these days. Little fucking stupid Fuji film ones. But I have a wall that's called my candid wall. Even if the picture came out black, I remember what the memory was, and that's how that's how I do it. Mm. But I have a picture of, like, me and my mom laughing. I swear to God, it is the most beautiful picture of us, and we both look fucking haggard and ridiculous. But to see, like, the true... Like, that's... That's the only, that's like the most beautiful shit to me. That's like your soul right there, you know? Mm-hmm. But. It is. Plus, if you focus on everything that sucks in your life, that shit gets too real. And then you just, I've, I've had where I can't even get out of bed. I don't even know why. And you're perpetuating it. You know? That's when you, when, you, when, you, when there is focus on this perpetuation. You know what I'm saying? The thing that happened, that, that came to happen was just something to show you. Hey, you know, this is a hurdle so that you can be stronger when you actually get a heal. You've already uh, survived you know 100% saying, of your worst days, a right? A real impediment, yeah. A hurdle, you know what I'm saying, is a hurdle, but, you know, there's other shit that's really impediments. You got to know how to maneuver around. So, little shit that happens is, you know, I, I learned, you know, that's why that saying, that, that little, you know, this two shot pass shit or whatever, 
it's you know it's still like a cliche type of thing, but it's still the truth. You know, it's just to realize everything happens in seasons. Like when something's going good, you're accepted for good, but you know you know that that's not gonna last forever. You know, something's going bad. As soon as something bad happens, you immediately know that. Well, you should know that. Hey, you know, this is a temporary thing. Like this is, I'm going through this as a threshold. When you go through any type of threshold, you could come out weaker, but if you have your perception right, it's you can come out stronger. Mental. You know, motherfuckers gonna come out stronger from the threshold or whatever they went through. You know. And you know, a lot of times people also like they compare themselves to people way too much. Like, you know. I know that there's some things that I have had to deal with and to have to deal with this day that most people can't even fucking fathom, like, right? But, like, ev everyone can only handle what they can handle. So, like, you know, I used to, when my niece used to tell me, like, her problems for the day or something, and then I'd, I almost didn't want to say mine. Like, who am I to fucking complain right now? But it's like, she taught me that that's just all you, that's just, that's, people tap out at a certain level mentally. That's all you can handle. That's all you can handle, but. But you're going to get what you can handle. You know, like I, if this whole building caught on fire, I could get everybody out of here single file, all good. If I hit my pinky toe on the fucking door well, on the way out, this building caught on fire. That would be. I'd be wondering who the fuck started it. Oh, listen to you, fucking clown oh, over here. We got jokes. No, that's a good one. I walked right into that one. That's <laughs> <laughs> hella funny. Walk right out of, like, Hold up. Out of Wait a minute. <laughs> nah. It's like my boyfriend's trying to get all fucking. It took me, I used to be one of those girlfriends who would be like, don't cheat on me, keep cheating on me. I can go through his phone and everything, and I realize, like, homie, number one, that's going to force someone to cheat on you. Number two, if Absolutely. you spend your whole time worrying about them cheating on you, you're never going to enjoy them. It's just like, hopefully this doesn't no, happen. Seriously, you, you ain't going to enjoy them. Like, you gotta, like, people want a beautiful flower, but they don't want a flower to shine, you know Or water it. Feel like, yeah, water it. It's like a big one. Yeah. I, I've killed a cactus before. I was like, you literally have to try and kill it. I'm like, I can do it. <laughs> I drowned in it is what happened. I literally gave it too much water. Hey, that's a whole nother lesson. Within itself. Fuck that's, yeah, a, that's a fucking lesson too. Just when you think you got the fucking... You're about to get your training wheels off in life. Let me just tell you. It's like getting a fucking rock in your jellies. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's like texting at night and your fucking iPhone drops right on your face like a brick. <laughs> Just when you thought that's gonna be a nerve for me, indeed, indeed. you know. But <laughs> that shit is so funny about the fire. But I try to tell him, don't ever try and underestimate my Sherlock Holmes psycho girlfriend skills, man. Fuck that, I'm good. So what? What happened? Man? What, what? What actually? What? What happened? You never told me. Which one? I have so many different psycho stories. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Oh, like. You know. I don't know. Because we're covering this name up right now. This name, oh, this, oh, my whole thing about this was, I don't regret. The only, I guess maybe, I wouldn't say the word regret, but I know that I wasted a lot of time. Um, making myself out to be like, there was something wrong with me for a little bit. But this particular person taught me more lessons in life, or just things in general, that, I mean, like, First of all, like, he was an electrician and a mechanic and a handyman. Mm -hmm. So that was one of those things where, like, I learned some shit, dude. Literally shit. Like, literally shit. Like, mm -hmm. I had a bed that was in a 
in-law unit, but it was where a kitchen was supposed to be. So the gas pipes were sticking out where the bed was, and my mom's like, well, what are you going to do with your bed there? I'm like, yeah, we're going to cap off those gas lines, cut them off, and panel over it, you know? So, like, that's a little intense of what I learned, but <laughs> he taught me a lot of how I am stronger than I think I am, and it's okay to be alone. Or, mm-hmm. uh, like, that I'm tougher than I think. He just, he thought I was so motherfucking tough that if I was, like, he would never send a search and rescue. He'd be like, nah, she's got this. She'll be back. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. sometimes the fighter needs to be fought for, or it'd be nice to put my shoulders down. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he taught me that I am a lot stronger than I think. He told me one time that I was like, I know that I'm no, he goes, you're literally God's gift. I'm like, that's the nicest compliment I have ever got. So I'm saying, what the fuck happened? With this guy? Yeah. What happened? Oh, you just got, you had to, it was you, you just, you had to do your thing to move on. I decided, I actually left him for uh, my boss. Okay, okay. But. You're very aloof about this, girl. What happened? Well, so I used to be a drug addict a long time ago. I mean, excuse me, I am a drug addict because once a drug addict, always a drug addict. Every single day I don't. That's what they say. That's how you know the guy on TV is alive when he's like, I should know. I was a drug addict and now I'm not. Well, first of all, you're always a drug addict. So you're a fucking paid actor, number one. (laughs) No real drug addict would say that. (laughs) Right? Hey, they, they say once in hallways because it's one step away from making it. Hi, my name is Nikki. I'm an alcohol yeah. addict. I've been sober for 10 years. We wouldn't have to start off with that first shit. <laughs> right, right. Be, my childhood scent is the smell of stale donuts and stale coffee. AA means that's how I know the serenity prayer in the Our Father. So every time I go to church with my grandma, I kill it in that department. But then when I was a kid, I used to say, keep coming back at work if you like it. <laughs> my mom's like, shh, wrong establishment. But, That's kind of you know, I was sober for a long time, and then I decided one day I chose not to be. And I introduced him into some some drugs, and some people can handle them, and some people can't. And he lost it, and I mm, couldn't do it anymore with him. He constantly would think I was up to no good, like all the time. I mean, I could just be sitting right here and he would just, they just changed his brain, you know? Yeah. And. Yeah, fortunately, they just died. And it wasn't even that much. It was that he would just never spend any time with me. Like, I'm a people person. I am literally like a fucking leprechaun rainbow in the middle of a unicorn like i just need i need to be out i need mm-hmm. to like express myself or like talk to people or like learn something new or right, you know right, what i mean right. i just i want to like thrive Indeed. you know Indeed. i'm also 100 on the other side of the spectrum because i'm bipolar you know i'm either like you know ready to go or ready to check out it's just like part of what happens in my head you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was like I almost had 11 years, and it was like, he, I'd be on fire in front of him, and it's not that he wouldn't spit on me, he would, like, just ask me if my favorite color was orange. You know what I mean? He was, like, <laughs> fucking oblivious to everything, yeah. and it was like, I'm like, you know, yeah. what's yeah. your problem? I like you too much. I want to get dressed up and go out. After 11 years, I shaved my snatch of my legs every single day. I wear 10 fucking pounds of makeup. You don't want to take this outside? 
Yeah, you just wanted to sit around and get high and shit. Yeah, and I mean, like, I want to sit around and get high, too, but then we can go outside and be high, too. You can be high anywhere you want. That's the great thing about drugs. <laughs> you know? Don't do drugs. Yeah. We're going to make it, you know? Like, I would just fight for us all the time with his head, with, like, everything. And mm -hmm. he, I fought for us, he fought for him. It was yeah, different, yeah, you know? You could tell, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but I mean, like, he just, you know, when you when you live with somebody else's family, like, we live in an in-law unit, that's why I had all the room for all them shoes, but when you see how other people's family react, you learn a lot about them, like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. he didn't tell me he loved me for two years into that shit, you, you know, if you like me immediately, like, you either love me or hate me when you first meet me, there's no in between, but if you like me immediately, I don't trust you because I'm a fucking acquired taste, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, how I go with that, but when... So people, I've had people tell me they love me before they met me, and this guy weighed two years. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with me? They don't even like hugging their family. They don't have like, my mom made sure we sat the fuck down for dinner, or a, one meal at least a week, but it was like every day, because then you know what's going on in your family, and then you know it's not like you don't skip the signs of like, you know, people are sick or like somebody killed themselves or like somebody's mother was robbing somebody else's account for a very long time, which. May or may have not happened in the last situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they just, you know, they hug with their asses out. They do a lot of tapping. When you say love you, they do like the you too. So I'm like, you, you too? Like ditto? Right back at you? You know what I'm saying? But then yeah. at the same time, y'all saw me. He's like, I don't just throw that around lightly until I love you more than I love myself. I'm not going to throw that out there. That's some real ass shit right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. But. Oh, you gotta respect that. I miss the familiarity. Familiar, familiarity? Yeah. That's what you miss. You miss like the routine and stuff, but. That's normal. That's normal for people. The guy I left him for? I swear to God. He. My best friend got me. Obviously, the energy probably wasn't 100% there with it. I've never had chemistry with someone like that before, but he's the only person in my life who's made me care enough about my health for myself to take care of myself. That is huge. To get me to like something about myself? That's crazy, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. this whole bullshit about, like, oh, the confidence you have and everything, like, half of my shit is definitely circus ass, you know? Everybody's got insecurities and stuff, but, you know, I've always taken care of my health like to the minimum for like my mom because that would just kill my mom if something happened to me and I died right. before her. Like you don't put your kids in the ground first. I've seen people do that and it's like literally a heartache that I'll never understand because I can't have kids but that no one should ever go through. It's not how the cycle works but yeah. you know so I do it for her or like my friends, my two friends that still fuck with me, they're solid homies. Mm. Seriously. Um, but now I'm like taking care of myself when nobody's watching me. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. that's a that's gift. That's, that's like a beautiful like I don't know and then I guess I'm also like with him I am more poor. We struggle harder, but I smile one hundred percent more. Mm. Does that make sense? Indeed. Indeed. I'm not gonna say that's I don't miss important. having a place to keep two hundred and eighty six pairs of fucking shoes I don't wear. <laughs> right. And, yeah. you know. So you can't put a cap on your happiness. Yep. 
Although, when people say money doesn't buy happiness, I'm totally happy when I got food in my stomach and a roof over my head. So, they just gotta figure out a better phrase for that. Mm. Like, hard work buys happiness? Maybe. We'll come up with something. But, you know, it's definitely gotta be a balance of all that. You know what I'm saying? They gotta be some of them factors in there that make it. Thank you. There's some of them factors in there, you know what I'm saying? Um... Cause you do, you know, you do need the tool that they call money, you know what I mean, in order to get the shit, you know. I mean, um, I can fucking survive if I eat the grass outside, but like, like you choose not to. I choose know. not to. There are things I pick and choose my battles all the time. When you have a psycho psycho mother, you learn to pick and choose battles. I tell you. That's <laughs> comedy. She beats your ass three times for that. You want to hear some comedy shit? My mom does not like to be called dude. At all. I don't think any mom would just accept that. Like, uh, yeah, you don't like, accept. That's okay. None of that. So we were sitting at a Starbucks. And I was like, dude, I got to tell you the funniest story. She's like, don't call me dude. I was like, okay. She's like, mom, mother, mommy, Vicky even. My mom's name is Vicky and I'm Nikki. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and my Uncle Tommy, I was telling you that. My son's name is Ricky, and for the first time this year, we're all together. And my mom said it. I was like, that sounded so much more dumb than I thought it would ever sound. She was going, if we had a son, we'd name him Ricky. I'm like, here he is. But um, she... Oh, the dude thing. Like, call me like to be called, dude. So I was like, alright, so I just eat, and she's like, next time you call me, dude, I'm gonna slap you in the face. And I was like, okay, so anyways, so dude, the story is she did not slap me open-handed, like this, it was like 11 a.m. on like a fucking, it was like where downtown Livermore is, it was like that. <laughs> like getting slapped right outside of sauce, you know what I'm saying? People's got their chihuahuas and their little French bulldogs and their fucking... Uh, call CPS, we're a little bit different, we're a little hood out here, I told you, Betty Crocker, she's Aunt Jemima, you got that bandana up, <laughs> but, what do you think the first thing that I said, comedy. right when she slapped me was, like, what was my immediate reaction, because my mother, I don't think the hitter, she taught me how to use a spoon, dude, right, dude, dude boom, slapped me right again, I was, <laughs> so it happened three times before I was like, I got it, I don't call her dude at all anymore, She's crazy, man. So you stay out here with her right now? No, she lives in Fair Oaks. Okay. In the coolest fucking... She's got a house like much like this office. I love her house. Everything that I had to give up in my last big house is all in her house now, too, so it looks so cool. Mmm. Yeah. She has an Alice in Wonderland-themed garden with Buddhas everywhere. I used to think there was no such thing as too many Buddhas, but my mom did a little bit. A little bit. Shoot the Buddhas like trolls. I don't know what she trolls, She got Buddha. She's anything. See, I love Buddhas, and I will always try and get something with Buddha on it, but I'm so weird with the faces. Yeah. Buddha's got to have the right nose and mouth. Most of them have a weird ass face. Yeah, the street. one you guys have out there, what picks it up to show you I wanted it, and I was like, don't touch somebody else's statue. But if you drop it. That like, one has a, yeah, that's that a one's smooth got a good looking face. Smooth looking Buddha. He's a smoother. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever said in that's my life. That's a crazy little phrase. Yeah, he's smoother. But, you he's know, smoother than your Most Buddha. of them look weird as fuck. Most of them. But yeah, man. The real Buddha? Those ones are looking fucking like a 
hot mess, some of them. You know? Yeah, but I, I, like, I like that old nostalgic shit. You know, and the way that, like, some of those cultural arts, you know, the traditional style that they have, you know what I'm saying? I'd be liking some of that shit personally. Yeah. You know, I really like Asian art. I, mean, I was raised in Southeast Asia. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I told you, there's, like, seven different kinds of smoke on my level right here. Mm. Have you ever seen You, Me, and Dupree? That sounds familiar, but I know with I have with the broken nose. I haven't seen it yet, but... So, my boyfriend, his, like, what is his gamer tag? His Xbox name is, um, Seven... Seven Smoke. It's like, S-T-K Seven Smoke. It's like, shoot to kill seven different kinds of smoke. I'm like, what is seven different kinds of smoke, right? And he's like... <laughs> I thought it would have something to do with, like, someone's abilities, like, what kind of shit they could bring to the table, and I was right. <laughs> it's the funniest shit ever, man. I was gonna show you. I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, what are you talking about? I can't, I can't even do it. Let's see. Fuck. <laughs> that hurts. Oh, yay, we're covering the mess back part of that. Those two hearts look like some sorry ass in that sex for a long time now. Can't handle them anymore. We're getting them up out of there. Don't forget we got the one on the middle finger too. <laughs> My this chick I went camping with last weekend, she has her heart the other way. What is your outlook on this? Should you be able to see your tattoo or should someone else be able to see it? Because um, that's like rings too. Yeah, with the sentiment, you know, I don't mind. Like if people do that, I, I, most people won't wear their ring to face them, but I, I see why they want the fucking tattoo. To do that, and I, I'm not mad. Like it, it don't mean nothing. It don't matter to me. So like it'll come out clean. I wear my rings so I can see them if I put my hand up, right? But for some reason, when I did it, like so I can tell that that's how that goes. If you're looking at it though, it's upside down, right? Right. So, but if you're looking at my heart, that's not upside down to you. No. It is to me though. I don't it's know. Projected. I don't know why I did it like that, but I was just curious because hers well, is the other one. Why the fuck didn't you turn your ice cream around? Why the fuck didn't you turn your? This was something I found out later on. It was another tangent of being high I went on because it wasn't even planned. But it's still displayed better this way because anything you, you put it on your body is still an outward projection. Not everything has to be a fucking selfie all the time. Right. I mean, yeah. you, you put it on your we call body. call those lonely. Otherwise, it's like, well, fuck. It's already in your mind. It's already in yeah. you. It's within you. So it's like, well, you out really projecting anyway. So that's why, you know, I get why some people do certain pieces like that. But for the most part, you know, this is, you know, this is we're out really projecting basically. So it's like, well, I've been shit. projecting so, yeah. three separate nuts on my fucking hand. Right? Yeah. So I've had a lot of time to think about this. I was just curious, as the tattoo artist, what's your outlook on the nuts that tattoo? <laughs> Well, as far as a Nessac tattoo, you know, you, you know, you shouldn't have that on you unless that's you should have somebody tattoo better hearts on you. <laughs> yeah, you know, unless that's what you were intended for, right there. It was a scrotum, you know, what I'm talking about <laughs> inked on your arm. You know, you can go that. Well, way. first of all, my first rule of the book is my hearts don't look like Nessac, so I just don't. We don't yeah. ever have to cross this bridge. Yeah, no, but when it comes to that, though, you can do that. I, I, I don't mind because I understand it, the sentiment why people do it, but some some shit have to be done in a way where it's like consider people that's going to see it because you're going to otherwise you're going to get the type of reaction that you know denotes. Like some people say, well, it's for me. And it's like, well, yeah, but it's like shit. 
do you want your tattoo to be acknowledged or complimented or do you just want to you that's know the reaction that's like, a oh, broad see that's back to that pride shit again you know like when people are like you sold me for me so then why like people are like it's you dress this way because you don't care what people think like what you don't are you trying to get people's reactions <laughs> absolutely dude i don't yeah. care if you threw up in your mouth or not the fact was it affected you not me right. that's the whole point like do you think it's not exhausting to have four different colors in your fucking eyebrows? Do you know what it looks like when I forget that they're blue and I put a wig on and someone looks at me like I got blue eyebrows now? Do you know how weird I feel with brown eyebrows? When my eyebrows are actually brown, I feel like people look at me like they think I feel when they look at me with blue eyebrows. Right? But it's like... I mean, you... you, you Got your own specific aura and shit, you feel me? So I don't I didn't look at anything as out of character, out of the norm. I have a way of you know what I'm saying, like I don't look at the particulars, you know what I'm saying? I just look at the vibe. You look past it. I mean it's not even not even on some cliche shit, like seriously. I like I know some people who are homeless and I know some people who are, you know, millionaires. I know some hood ass who... fucking privileged people, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's fucking gangster, but your bank account's looking pretty cool. Yeah, you know, a lot of just different shit, you know what I'm saying? So that's the vibe and the connection with the person more than anything, you feel me? But I fuck with I fuck with genuine people overall. So regardless of whatever quirks you have or how you is, you feel me like if you genuine or you can be you, then that's a quality that's at least genuine trusting. is the hardest thing to find out. Easier to trust. Like I'm gonna throw it out there right now. You wanna know what my favorite song is in the world? Exactly. Are you ready for it? Shake it off by Taylor Swift. That's right. I said it. And I my cousin. I don't know that song. What? I don't fucking know that song. Dude, everybody in my life is just gonna hate you right now because I'm about to be like, let me play it one more time. Play that shit in the shower every fucking day. Shake it off. It's like a theme song. I'm probably, I'm sure I heard it in some department store somewhere. I'm sure I heard on it. Repeat on your playlist. Don't watch some department store for children. <laughs> in some weird mythical fairy white people place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play it for you right now. It's the message that she says, but it's really catchy, you know? I also got like Beethoven on here. Claire de Lune's one of my favorite songs, but I, I really like the song Who Banged by Westside Connection. That's like one of my favorite songs. Top five. Mm. Bad and bad intentions. Drinking, mm-hmm. smoking, straight what's coasting. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But Shake It Off is my favorite song. That's genuine though. Like most people advise us to be like, yeah, Nikki, you've never met her. She really likes Taylor Swift Shake It Off. They'd be like, I'm cool. I don't really want to meet her then. She sounds like a fucking square ass nerd, right? Do you think somebody who listens to Shake It Off likes cars on fire? Hey, but you, hey, you can't fucking judge. You can't judge. You don't even know what Taylor's into her damn self. I mean, oh my goodness. She might, y'all might got that in common. She might fucking kept something lit behind the scenes and we don't know about it, you know? Yeah, that's right. I like it. I had someone judge me one time so hard. This lady looked at me. I looked like I was probably going to just like, I don't know, eat her child or something. That's how she looked at me. And then this old man almost fell and I went to help him across the street and she came up to me and she goes, I am so sorry. We need more people like you. And I totally fucking judged you when I looked at you and I was like, <laughs> that's, that's fucking gangster to say out loud. I don't even know. She just, got it. She just <laughs> said it. <laughs> yeah, that you know? Funny. My favorite is when people who think they are like you are, you know? She's like, oh my god, I'm like you too. I, I literally have 
uh, no filter. I'm like, no, but you have no boundaries and it's very different. You don't care about people's personal space. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sure you can do your makeup really cool and my hair reminds you of that one time that you had a weird experience in college, but you have no boundaries. I don't give a fuck what people think. It's totally different. That's like, I wrote this other thing that was like, this stupid bitch, I hate her. I said it. But she's like one of those people who hopes that you secretly lose all the time, but she's like, yeah, do great on that test, you know what I mean? Can't wait to go to paramedic school with you. I hope you die on your way to the test. So she started telling people like, oh, we don't like each other. I'm sorry, what? We don't like each other? The correct term is, I don't fuck with you. We don't like each other. You don't like me and I don't fuck with you. That's two different things. Because not liking me takes energy and not fucking with you takes nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, safe to say that you don't like me and I don't give a fuck about you. Those are two different things. You know what I mean? Yeah, she can feel how she want to feel where she is. My mom, you know what my mom always says? Feelings are not facts, Nikki, but the fact is I'm feeling them. I guess you can't argue with that. Man, when she pulls that card on me, I'm like, you're going to fucking say it, aren't you? <laughs> we have to acknowledge the way you're feeling right now. She's not being a little bitch right now. That's so <laughs> funny. funny. But then she'll still slap the shit out of you. Fuck yeah. My mom will fucking chop my body up and serve it to the fucking detectives right there. The brownie mix. I don't know where she <laughs> went. <laughs> She's the kind of mom that would like, you'd be squeezing your hand. Thank you so much for finding my kid. You're all thank you with you. Please, you're going to beat me. <laughs> yeah, I, I grew up thinking I was scared of my dad because he was big until I knew what kind of big can come out of somebody who was a 4'10 Italian woman. I threw a plate at her once. She didn't even fucking blink. And the only thing I could come up with was a dad was behind you. I was trying to get him. She's like, so now you're breaking my fucking plates for no reason, wasting them on his dumb ass? I'm like... What? <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you need your own fucking sitcom too. You see what I'm saying now? So that's that thing twist. I don't even know how it works, but I also want to go on Sugar Babies. Like, I will let some guy pay me 10 grand to suck my big toe once a month. I can pay my bills and get my full masters on my impala. Yeah, so that's a real thing. It's a real thing. My niece is telling me about it. She could do it, though. She is gorgeous, but she's got one of those little looks like some guy could put her in a little weird younger girl outfit and do that the fetish. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think the money game's coming back, you know what I'm saying, for, for ladies out there, you know, because it's too much, uh... It's too much of a hyperbole and no answer or resolve. So it's just going to come out to that. Because, I mean, that's really what's going on for the most part anyway. And shit, if I had a little uh, creature attached to my hip, I'd make a little money on the side. Your hip? Fuck it. You took your hip and your dick? Well, if I wanted to make <laughs> a little money on the side. Ah, my friend does that. No, but I mean, it's the same thing, though. When people do that, thing, that uh... The sugar baby shit and all that. It's the same thing. And it's ultimately leading up to you. I want to start a phone sex line. You think those still, are, are those still running? Do people still do that? I don't know. I don't think people are doing that. I don't that. think the internet. No, people, 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 are, people are like 2D, you know, they need to pull out to see something. You I am one of those people, though. I'm going to tell you right now. You want to know fun fun thing about me? I'm the funnest person to go to a porn service ever because I have no boundaries of what I'm going to ask. I get genuinely excited as fuck. I'm like, I'm tired. 
Do we all get concerned with the guy who comes and buys this giant ass jar of Astroglide? Like, possibly have some weird hostage situation up down there, and he's just like sodomizing people with cucumbers. Like, you ever get worried about that? The guy's like, I don't know. I just bring things up. I'm like, well, that's why there's only one person in here. I got a job offer once. Yeah, this is after the guy ran outside. He goes, Miss, you forgot your coupon for spending over three hundred fucking dollars. Thank you. The black bag that has no That's writing on funny. it and the black, you know, tint you have up here is the whole discreet thing about this, right? Jack in the Box was so popping that day right across the street, everybody was laughing at me. That's fucking comedy. I was like, watch out, I'm about to super glue a dildo to your fucking windshield if you guys keep laughing at me. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> but, just, I want to see what I I have a question. Everyone just starts, like, sinking into their sweatshirts. I'm all, what does this do? It does what? <laughs> I took my best friend's boyfriend to a sex shop for her for Christmas. And to Victoria's Secret to buy lingerie. Yeah, how did that go? Well, first of all, he went back to my friend. He goes, your fucking friend is a freak. <laughs> I was eating, like, you know, KFC little chicken littles. Yeah. Mom, hold my chicken little. Your girl's not ready for that. Get the fuck <laughs> out of that section. That's not for you. I spent more money in there than he did. Oh, they have, like, Pop Rocks. It'll make your dick taste like pineapple or something, right? He's like, I really like cherry stuff. I'm like, who's sucking whose dick here? Okay, I really like cherry. Pineapple. You really like pineapple. Let's want to suck your own. Yeah, right? Everything he kept grabbing, I was like, you better get out of aisle anal over here. And I mean, he has such a fucking high key crutch. The fact that, you know, he gets another female to go on a store like that and help him Oh, make he the don't even choice. know how good he's got it. Me and my friend, my two friends, we are the most rare gifts from whoever you believe in because she literally told him, I shit you not. It's okay. I get everything I need out of a relationship from Nikki anyway. So I was like, we're never getting on any Target late night runs and we're going to watch the kids again. for saying that. Why the fuck would you say that? But it's like... <laughs> We just have in a, this, like, a different level of understanding, like, you don't, there's no feelings, like, that sounds like such a dude thing to say, like, no feelings attached, but, like, if I'm, like, if I just hang up on you, I can't fucking talk right now, nobody gets their feelings hurt. We never have to explain why, you know, if I need her and she can't, so something str- I can't, I'm not leaving my kids to do that, I'm not gonna put mm-hmm. them in a fucking minivan right now, fuck that, but... <clears throat> She'll be the first one there with the contractor body bags and the alibi thing when she has to be. She'll be pissed at me the whole time, but you know what I mean? Like, she yeah. saved my life one time from the reason I ultimately decided that this person who we're covering up wasn't the one for me was I was sick and he left me to, like, die in his upstairs for three days. No one checked out. And she came and she carried me into a hospital. So what the fuck was you just not eating? Or well, I wasn't taking my meds at all. Like I, you know, I am a firm believer on most of this is mental. It is, but with the way that no, I mean, you fire, like insulin, I no. have to like. Yeah, that's not all mental right there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I know if you believe in yourself, you can do anything. But like, if you believe as hard as you can that you can shit out your eye, when I see you shit out your eye, I'll believe that anything is possible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you can try it all day long, it ain't happening. <laughs> So, it's true, but, you know, I can be on a quarter of the amount I'm supposed to be on if I, like, mentally fuck myself properly here and start making, like, better decisions and eliminating things and 
you know, you feel better like that. But I didn't take my meds, and he was basically trying to teach me a lesson by not taking me to the hospital because I don't like to go to the hospital. When I have to go there for an emergency, like I have to go there every once every couple months, mm -hmm. I get stuck in an intensive care unit, and I'm on a lot of like heavy meds that just hurt. I'm allowed to go laughing by myself. All kinds of stuff. Like, it's called diabetic ketoacidosis, and it. Yeah, I know about that. Yeah, so, and it's crazy because it, your body tricks itself into thinking it's in a starvation, but you can't eat anything until they level you out with IV insulin for three days straight and get you leveled out because it can kill you, right? Mm -hmm. And I know that. Like, also as a medical student and a diabetic, I know that this is just my mind playing a trick on me, but it's like. What's the difference between having a delusion and a hallucination? No, but I mean, the mind is everything. Yeah. You take mushrooms, thing. you're like, holy shit, you see that unicorn? But you know that that's not there. But I mean, like, holy shit, you've seen it, right? A delusion is like, no matter what science you have there, a delusion is whatever is happening is really there for you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, your body is like, I'm like, why can't I eat food? I'm starving. You know? Well, you can't. And I know it's not real, but your body ends up eating all its fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but it was crazy. But you know, he she carried me up in there and fought with her boyfriend the whole fucking time and he turned his phone off. And I guess I was asking for him the whole time, the whole time, right? So your boyfriend or hers? Your, your My boyfriend turned the phone off because he decided he had to go to work. He'd take me later. You know what I mean? And then you know, she's the kind of person who, like, you know, true people, they talk shit to your face, but the things they say behind your back are like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they already said Yeah. Like, she's all, my co-worker, because we all work together and we took care of the lady, she's like, so did you read the text messages between, you know, Miles and Kaylin? And I was like, no, I asked Kaylin, she told me I could forgive him or over Do I need to read them? Do I need to be worried? And then one night he left his phone there and I read the messages the most... I like screenshot and say it was the most like meaningful thing anyone's ever stood up for me for in my life. Mm. Especially while calling me out on my bullshit. Like I guess she really needs to take care of herself way better, but like how can we expect her to and you just like run her into the ground all the time? But he started giving her shit, he's like, you know, and he's probably gonna be fucking pissed at you for you know, trying to start shit with me over this, you know, or this is what he goes. He goes, Thank you so much for taking her to the hospital. She goes, You don't have to thank me, I'll do whatever I can to take care of my friend, number one. That wasn't for you. And if she is pissed at me for this shit, then you can just let her know that she's the best fucking friend I ever fucking had. I was like, you had to say it. <laughs> you had to say it. We had gay. I'm like, are we going to hug you? She's like, you could go choke on a dick with that. I'm like, all right. But you know that she's just, they're like, my two friends I got, they're the only ones I need. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Too many men, you gotta keep the counter motherfuckers who can change heart at any moment. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Me and my best friend, Kaylin, like, we did not, we don't get mimosas or margaritas. We haven't got a pedicure once together in our life. But, like, if she's struggling, I'm struggling. And, you know, she always says we're gonna become friends to share accessories either in clothes. Because I'm clearly pretty out there. And she's like a yoga pants kind of person. Yeah, okay. She does got a little bit of blue in her hair now. It's starting. It's rubbing off on her. Yeah. The first time I did her hair, she's like, well, I'll just a little bit so I can cut it. I was like, yeah, just cut it right up so the like, I want to see the manager style haircut. Now she's like wearing jeans a little bit. Got purple in there. Someone told her when they saw me that I was copying her hair. I was like, first of all, that's 
take that shit and throw in the garbage because <laughs> no. Nah, they're cool though. They're what I call low maintenance friends. You know? I hate when people are like, What's up, Nikki? We used to just kick it, drive around, smoke weed. First of all, I gotta work, you know, because my car involves gas that you never throw down on. And every time we're matching up on a blunt, if you brought me a swisher and I gotta fill it up with weed, right? Right, right, right. So, That's how they get. That's my how they bad get. on that. Yeah, those are the ones you gotta separate from because you know that shit can be fun cancerous. Earthquake. Do I have to tell you I love you every single time we're on the phone? Like, hasn't it been established already? I could say anything at the end. Zippity doo dah, zippity day. You know? You hear that shit when you need to. I don't have to yeah. express it every time. I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you that I'm, I still love you as a friend here. It's just like, we're not 15 anymore. Like, I assume I didn't hear from you because you're probably at work. Or maybe you're trying to start a family or something. Yeah, no, shit like that though, developing the, you know, even when friendships, codependency, you know what I'm saying? And they start to expect too much. They, they start, you know, sometimes people expect shit. You know we have like this rule. If I've called you three times in a row, I don't care. You, The only thing you don't have to stop doing is be saving your own family's life. Other than that, I don't care what the fuck you're doing, you stop and pick up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... And those are the kind of people that genuinely hope we make it. Yeah, they just like we. I hope we all make it out of here in one piece. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Like I got another friend who jumped me with some other people when I was in high school. The day after I got out of surgery. You said a friend. Of She's my one of my bestest friends, actually. One of my my first friend ever in this. Uh, when I moved to this country, but. She called me right after she was so fucking pissed already. She's like, yeah, no, everything happened, but don't forget who brought you there. I turn around and look at the friend who fucking walked me down there at a round table. She gets some garlic twists after I took a whole bunch of morphine and smoked them once. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I just really want to apologize for everything I did. I was like, yeah, we can go fuck with some round table garlic twists. Those are like pretty lit. When I walked into a mob of people, I was like, well, this is going to be different than I thought it was going to be. I'm going to my sweatshirt. <laughs> It's like me against five bitches. I'm like, where were you? She's like, I froze. But my friend, who was the whole fight with Christian, thought I fucked her boyfriend when I don't know, we were like 16. She called me straight up and was like, yeah, take a good look around you. How did you get there? I was like, wow. That's comedy. That's crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to fuck y'all telling friends from there. Now, this, this, the same chick, though, the one that I did get in a fight with, one time we were in the city and I, you know, I do have a slip mouth when I drink and. We were covering up here. I ended up getting uh, a tire iron to the face because I wouldn't shut up about something. And, you know, everyone always wants to be a captain slave of home shit. But mm-hmm. my friend got around his head and let these people beat her ass with the fucking tire iron instead of his face. It's like, if you do for me, I owe you one. But if you fucking do for somebody I love, like, you have a debt forever that I owe you. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's yeah, the case. Yeah, that's why. That's why certain females, you wonder why I can't go out with them, though. Like, you know, oh, not, I know. Not, you know, but, you know. It comes I, along with having a snatch. I, I never do, you know, I don't want to do the tire iron to the face game, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Nobody uh, needs to be that guy anymore. You know, sometimes chicks, though, you know, can get a guy in trouble with their actions and shit. So, I don't care for me, it's important. Oh, I'm, I'm housebroken. Like, I can act right out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm domesticated a little bit. This is just an off night. Is this, is this, is this, well, is this, I don't drink 
Well, we were drinking fucking 151 out of champagne glasses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my friend's 21st birthday. It's pretty gangster. I had like a $200 BB dress on and some fucking Converse because I'm always ready to run, right? I had a flip mouth. And I think it was like in Bay Area clothing first time I had a fucking sweatshirt on said Yay Area on it. And it had little buses on the back. You know, like little dummy buses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With like all the area codes. Mm-hmm. Pretty gangster. My dress is cool though. But I don't drink alcohol for that reason. Like 151 is not good. I mean, out of champagne glasses, you know, that's going to be, you know, a heightened level of uh, experience coming up out of there. You feel me? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then mixing like um, the people in the limo with like, have you ever trusted to have all your friends that you know and for your birthday, like everyone you know, whether they know each other or not, that's fucking, that's bananas. That's like a chameleon wearing a mood ring dipped in a bag of Skittles, and he's also good friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just, that's nuts. That's like trail mix with, fuck that shit. Trail mix is alright. You know what's the best one? At Target during Christmas, they have something called Rudolph Mix. That's just a bomb. No, what's the, uh, is this, you got pieces of candy cane up there? What is the Rudolph I don't know, but they have something in there that, it's probably Cheerios, but they're like glazed donut Cheerios, and like Muddy Buddies, remember Muddy Buddies? Yeah, I fuck the Muddy Buddies. Fuck yeah, Muddy Buddies are great. Unless, if you don't have anything to drink though, don't fuck the Muddy Buddies. No, really, you gotta have something going on with them shit. You know what are dangerous? Muddy buddies. Muddy buddies are bomb. You know what else are bomb? Bugles. Those. Those are like I I wouldn't select them, but if somebody got them, I'd eat them and fuck with them. Remember combos? Yeah, yeah, so good. Biden said air and pizza scent. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Did I just see some shit on Instagram? This guy put bagel bites in his ice maker, so he just puts his plate and the bagel bites come out. I mean, not bagel bites, pizza rolls. You still gotta cook them, but. Way out of pocket with this shit. That's taking it to a level right there. That's some Tupac shit right there. He's like, I'm not gonna change the world, but I'm gonna be the one who sparks the mind. (laughs) The person's gonna change the world. That's the pizza roll guy. That's fucking heavy. That's ridiculous. That's philosophy. Hey, you know, I don't don't knock, you know what I mean, the collectivity. You know? Allow the space for people to uh, thrive, you feel me? You know, I'm with innovation. That's that's what I'm in this shit for right here, you know? Just, you know, meeting all these different colorful characters and shit, you know what I'm saying? Literally and physically. What is it? Literally and figuratively. Figuratively, literally and physically. I ain't physically meeting like that, you know what I'm saying? You know, it'd be outside of the realm here. Nah, but, uh, nah, but that shit, you know, it helps, it helps broaden my spectrum. Like, you know what I mean? I haven't done too much traveling lately, but I feel, I feel like, uh, Just blacked out so you don't know where you are, that's what I do. You know, it, you know, it makes me feel like I've traveled, though, with all of the different oh, people yeah. sitting up in here and shit. Like, like, when people share their experiences with you, I almost feel like you were there, too, and you did that. Yeah, you know, like, at least I get a little bit of a sense of how certain places are by way of knowing a lot of people who are, you know, 
into it, you know, well into what they do and shit, you know, I can have a slight understanding of how shit moves and operates, basically. Just help me be more well-rounded, you know, like I said, oh, yeah. until, I'm, until I'm traveling. Are you traveling? I will be. I've been having kids and shit. You got kids? Yeah. How many kids you got? I got three. I have two daughters and a son. I love how you say two daughters because you know they're so gay for a little son. Yeah. <laughs> I got two daughters. They're their own Because they are. They, well, the age gap. How old are your daughters? Uh, 12 and 10. Name? Taylor and Tayana. You know, my son, for me, uh, you know, he's two, so that's the age gap right there that we're talking about. So it's them and him, you know. You know what I'm going to tell you? My sister and my age gap, she's 13 14 when I was born, and my Honestly, we just, it worked out. There was never like that giant fighting shit. Like, they're going to make your son tough, though. Let me just tell you. It's too late, man. He already in there fucking up shit, regulating. He's regulating. Yeah, well, you know. He's managed as fuck. What's his name? He is. Taj. Tajan. You feel me? He's very managed. Like, he'll... He's a type, you know what I'm saying, like to get his point across, he'll go through certain punishments and shit just to prove he don't give a fuck about oh, what you dude, told him. He's ready for <laughs> interrogation. Bring on the torture! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's tough. Yeah. That's what's up. He's just free will, you know what I'm saying? Just, that's, that's how those natural birth babies are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. I can relate to him on so many levels already. You can see they have a little different level of awareness. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I wish I could have kids. But I'm, I've come to terms that I can't, so now I'm just like, I'm okay to be like the aunt or the dog mom. I'd have been a good mom, though, but I feel like, I feel like something about when you have a kid, that's something that, like, you're giving back to, like, art. Like, that sounds so weird. Like, you're sending that, you know, like, I always tell my mom, like, my mom's not happy how she raised me. The rest of the world thanks her for raising me this way, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's... That's, like, your chance to, like, everything you've learned and soaked up in life, you're able to like give back to, you know, teach your kid that way, and then it's like a, they call it a cause and effect. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. I think most people that don't have kids go out and be like that. Yeah? <laughs> I mean, not like that. Even my sister's <laughs> got enough fucking kids, I'm all like, here you go, your kid has a fucking small rock in their face, and two-year-olds are walking fucking middle fingers, I'll tell you that right there. Between two and four years old, walking middle fingers. Yeah, so, why? Because you know, fuck you, that's why. The ones you can hand back, you know what I'm saying? For most people, it's, it's easy. I mean, for me, you know, I, mean, I, I, love, I love the world and, the, you know, I love the experience and shit, but... I would love the power um, trip on that. Just to be like, why? Because I said so, that's why. You know what my daddy say? He's like, you're not the king of the whole wide world. He goes, just the king of your whole wide world. Mother, mother, my mom's like. And that shit's temporary, you know, that's a fleeting type of thing because there's a lot of moments as a parent where you are powerless or you feel powerless because... You know, the whole point, you know, a lot, a lot of points in the kid's childhood is to rebel against what their parents are teaching them, mainly just because it's their parents showing them that they feel like, you know, well, we see you make mistakes, so we don't feel like we should have to listen to you or 
I'm gonna try to find a better way because you did this, so they don't wanna listen. Oh, so yeah. it's that bittersweet shit. You know what I mean? So my goal is just to keep the respect, you know what I mean? Keep the respect level by treating them like they more um, mature, you know what I mean? And then giving them the type of lessons, letting them know some of I respect. got a question for you, and you can choose to answer honestly or not. I feel like you will. Oops, sorry. There is a time, at least, I would say for me, it would be once a day, but let's just call it once in a blue moon here, where literally you want to just fucking choke your kid or stop. Like, how do you just, how do you win that battle inside you? Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, people end up being shitty parents. They end up fucking, like, whooping on their kids or, like, yeah, I don't, my kids, like, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, um, hook on the shit, you know what I'm saying? The last time I was ever having to put my hand on them, popping in the shit, was when it was, like, little, Like, spank, little, no, spanking's on uh, count, but I'm talking, like, but, uh, uh, uh because, I mean, you raised them, right? I mean, I'm being on discipline, so, like, with discipline, you know, I'm heavy on that so that they don't have to experience punishment. So you, can, so, you know, I, I, I try to give them the, the space so that they can see the okay. result of their choices. I'm taking that one. I'm putting that in my little life book right there. Yeah, give them yeah. discipline, so I've experienced punishment. I've never heard it put that way. Yeah, yeah, I'm big on that, you know. But they don't, that's what, as a result, you know, they don't, they rarely, you know, they rarely get in, like, trouble and shit, you know what I'm saying? So... Like they cool, you know, like, you know, they, I teach them that, you know, some of the first words I ever taught them was, like, responsibility, you know what I'm saying, like, doing the things that you know you're supposed to do, and not doing the shit that you know you ain't supposed to do, so, you know, just those key little terms and shit kind of made it to where, you know, just, like, I really work to instill this shit, but don't get me wrong, I mean, you know what I mean, when they get to a point, well, they not listening to shit, hell yeah, I have to throw them in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, they, they, I make them believe that the, the, shit that, the shit that I say I'm going to do will happen. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a big part of it too. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to fear a little bit, a little bit of fear. But that fear mostly got to segue into respect to saying, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to do this because I know that that's one disrespecting me and my, and my values, but I mean, too, of course, you know, that's, my dad's going to lose respect for me, and that's somebody that's always been respectful, or somebody worthy of respect, or somebody, you know what I mean, so that type of shit, you feel me, like, I'd rather them just realize, hey, I didn't listen, it wasn't because my dad told me, just because he told me, this shit was really to help me, and I fucked myself off, oh yeah, you know what I mean, people always, like, you know, everyone always wants to hear the truth until the, all of a sudden you're an asshole. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, that's the whole thing about it. it's not a popular job, but someone's got to do it. And everybody goes, especially with my dad, because you're, you're the dad, right? We always, I always just think, like, why? He's only doing this for me, like, based on his experience, based on his fucking, the fucking statistics on it. It's never, just, he's always rooting for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. Being yeah. Um, smart gets confused with being an asshole a lot. I yeah. think. And I mean, I had to be, like I said, I mean, I'm not, it's, it, it definitely wasn't an easy ride 
They're like, I love smoking weed. That helps. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. You know, I mean, I definitely love the stress that, um, you know, compromise my health too. So when you talk about these health conditions, mm-hmm. I know a lot about them. I know probably more than most motherfuckers that's practicing uh, medicine now because I've experienced it. And, you know what I'm saying? I also know the mind-body connection. So it's bigger than just mechanical take this and this would be this or this is just one pill for this or, oh yeah you know what I'm saying like it's a whole mental aspect but then it's the the stuff that we put in our body is creating the capacity for our minds to shape you know the structure and shit like that my so, mom takes a breathing um, medication the number one side effect of it is uh anaphylaxis that is the number one breathing emergency. So this supposed to help her, but could fucking kill her is the number one thing you could do also. You know what I mean? And then it's just like, also causes like anal leakage and worsening cancer. It's just like, okay, no. Mm. Maybe just don't go into the smoke for some time now and do some breathing exercises, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm fully with you on that. Yeah. I think like, do you wake up tired? Last your doc if you need the purple pill. What the fuck is the purple pill? <laughs> Do I wake up tired? Uh, um, yeah. I fucking wake up tired all the time. Did you see the movie The Upside? Is it called The Upside Thing with Kevin Hart and the dude from Breaking Bad? No. Oh, it's a good movie, but he watched this interview. He's, all, he's like, list the time where. Oh my god, you know that stupid interview question I always ask you? Tell me about a time where it was like a difficult situation and how you resolved it. He's like, difficult time getting up and getting here today. I was like, cold blooded. <laughs> Oh, fucking blood. That's gonna call it. That, that'll be it. That was a good, good movie. Good movie. No, I ain't never seen this shit. I just, I just watched it like a couple days ago. And like, you know when people still have like a little bit of their character? Like, he, it was a serious role for him, but if he did not have Kevin Hart moments in there, hilarious. I went and saw Kevin Hart this year. That shit was fucking great. At Shoreline. Okay. Yeah, I know those live shows really good. Oh my god, first of all, that cool necklace was blinding up there. I was like, yeah, look at that. <laughs> I wish I could be funny like that. Yeah, he got a network of funny behind him. He is probably one of the funniest people ever. I think. He's like, he's on my top five of stand-up comedians. I love stand-up comedy. He definitely, you know, uh, uh, you know, he's definitely changing the game as far as the way comedy's being, you know, told, the way stand-up is ran. So I'm more of like an old-school guy myself. I'm not like, I'm personally like, I'm into like Cat Williams and shit. Cat Williams is good. Like this, Mark Lawrence know, is one of my favorite. Mark Lawrence and shit. You know. You know, one thing is that, you know, I'm not afraid to say some of the social shit going on and make it funny, you know what I mean? Like, speak, like, the elephants in the room. Hell like, yeah. That's some of the biggest points of comedy. But, You're you laughing know, or offended? Because yeah. it's true. Yeah. Indeed. 100%. But, you know, a lot of that offensive comedy and shit is being, you know, blocked out. A lot of that, you know, um, Realism-based or reality-based comedy is getting like that and shit. But that's why you know, whenever people could be more, you know, whenever people could be genuine about shit that's 
special situations that motherfuckers can relate to and still make that funny. That is. That's what's up. Stand up comedy is like my favorite. I love. Especially your live show. Any live show you Oh my god! I went to one in LA on a fluke. It was like literally on like a flyer, like a paper of what to do on Saturday nights. I've seen the dude from Workaholics. You know the Mexican girl Montez. He was there. Mm -hmm. Chris Delia. I saw. There's a dude online called the Amazing Racist, and he also has a show. He's one of those people where, like, people want to laugh, but they won't. But it's like, <laughs> you make. He has a show called, what the fuck is this? Like, oh my god, I, I, is this really happening or something? He has people tell stories on this. Seems Ari something. I don't need a door. Dude, we never listen to Taylor Swift songs. Is there a reason why we didn't listen to Taylor Swift? Oh, I, I mean what you say, say what you mean, you fucking be about it or not. I said I like Taylor Swift, we're doing it. My go theme ahead, song. Go ahead and play it. Shit. It can't be no worse than I had a client that had me listen to the goddamn uh, Tennessee's Best for... What's Tennessee's Best? My grandma's occasion. Uh, she's, she's a super country, so she had me listening to... All that country, that new style country shit that sound like they rapping. What is that? I don't know. That sounds weird. It's like country pop, though. It's like the country oh. pop sounds like rap. It's like they, they sound like hip hop influenced country music. I was giving a shit. I'm like, well, what, what the hell do we gotta do? It? We gotta we gotta have like what everyone thinks is hip hop and rap. So. I'm telling you right now, I haven't listened to the radio in a while, but when I turn that thing on, it is sad. Some of it. Have, you know who Hobson is? I yeah. I feel like. Have you ever heard the song, mm-hmm. No Words? The song just came out with it? I don't know if he just came out with it, but it's just like, it's just him making oh, noises. Oh, making fun of rappers. Yeah, that's yeah. just funny. No, 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 that's not me. Yeah, that's been a You know what, one I love from him I is, I think it's like, I don't even know what it's called, it's like Ill Minded 5 or 7. Is that the new one? One of them, one of them. Oh, dude, this one, fuck, shake it off. That's a good song for fun. That's like an uplifting song, but this song is fucking sick. Dude, he just like, he just fucking, if you thought you were safe, you weren't. He's getting ill mind this one right here. This is a good ass song. This is a fucking, this is rap music. This is a lyricist to me. Like, yeah, 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 hell yeah. Discipline, so I don't know what kind of trance. Yeah, I like this. He just did, he be on some concert shit too. Oh, yeah.
See, I thought we were all safe until he hit the women. I was like, shit. My cousin's all, you ain't safe. He's coming for you. Major, major, major 
upgrades. Like, first of all, Orange is like really outdated. All the fires about to be blue down there. And we mm. get central air conditioning. My family lives in Sac. Worse okay. than there, so we're pretty professional with that now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this shit is, yeah, yeah, it's a lot going on and shit, it's ridiculous. Where are you originally from? People ask me shit all the time. Like, were you born and raised out here? East Bay, from Harlem. And then, uh, I moved around a little bit. But mostly, you know what I mean, Oakland, Harlem. And then, uh, I moved to Indiana, that's where uh, most of my family is from. Indiana? Yeah. So I got a little bit of country in me, you know. I got a little southern hospitality from that. I bet your family cooks, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know. It ain't, that ain't, it ain't like big, like how people cook in the tradition, like in the south and shit, though. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, it's just slower paced. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but... I did, you know, that's, that's where I learned all that tradition, all the real tradition and shit, you know what I'm saying? And manners. You yeah. got good bedside manner, good etiquette. Well, bedside, I'm, I, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not uh, permitted to have manners, I don't gotta have manners, but when you're talking day to day, you know what I mean, just etiquette, just how to move, you know. That's how my grandpa, that's how my grandpa, like, my grandfather was like one of them classy fucking dudes, and shit. Smooth, you know what I mean? So I feel like I'm naturally put to that. But it's good to have that quality out here, you know what I mean? Areas like that out here and shit can just differ to people. But it's both, I, I got both, you feel me? Because I've been like literally growing up, living all over the place. In the hood and shit. You're like, you're like me, y'all. I know which fucking fork to use for the salad and also where to stab you with it so you bleed out real quick. Yeah. Y'all always, always just gonna hear that shit. But, you know, like I mean, I've always been into the shit that I'm into. I've always been into reading and, you know, and studying and on some professional shit. You know, I always saw myself as a connoisseur. So, I admit that frequency so people don't know by talking to me where I've been or what I've seen. And I don't feel like I gotta broadcast it. You know what I mean? So some of these come up hard and they've been from areas that ain't shit compared to where I've been. And I could just chill and be cool because I'm in the suburbs. So motherfuckers ask me where I come now, I really just say I'm from living now. Because that's where my paper is. That's why I get it. So that's These people out here are cr- I love it out here. You like it out here? I just think, like, they're just... They got white people working at Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> never seen that before. You never seen that? No. <laughs> and we are Chick-fil-A asking me if I want a refill of my soda. I'm like, what the fuck? There's only so many Migos, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're all wearing Sam Dale. They're my brothers and shit out here. Yeah, the white people actually got a working job. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. It's crazy. <laughs> That's funny. They're like, well, we make that for you. I was like, for real? Yeah, you better. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. Yeah. Hey, we're going to stand up in a second and take a little break. Oh, hell yeah.
Some people always tell me, don't do it to yourself. I'm like, nah, I like to do that to myself. We hit the endorphin part of this where it wasn't, you know. It's the podcast. Yeah, man, it's, it's smooth, man. We gotta come up with, I feel like we could just do, we gotta come up with, like, 